Welcome to the Growing in Love for Life podcast, where it's all about saving and strengthening your marriage and creating the relationship you really deserve and want to have. And now, from growinginloveforlife.com, relationship and marriage coach and best-selling author, your host, Liam Naden. This is episode 26 of the Growing in Love for Life podcast. Hi everyone, Liam Naden here again. Pleasure to be with you for this episode of the podcast. And I've got some really interesting and I hope helpful information to share with you today on a, on a very interesting topic that will really give you some, to, some, some more tools to help you to save your marriage if that's what you're struggling with. But just before we start, I just want to say a real thank you to all the people who've been emailing, with, emailing me with comments about these podcasts. It's really great to know that people are getting such great value out of them, and I, and I really love to hear, hear from you, really, hear your stories, hear your thoughts, your feedback, what you find helpful, and maybe even some suggestions for what I could do in the future. So if you do want to drop me an email, I'd be delighted to hear from you, as I said, and my email is simply liamnaden at gmail.com, or you can contact me through my website, liamnaden.com. Anyway, also a number of you have also gone on to purchase one or both of my programs and I'm really thrilled because I know what a big difference these make. I mean really these podcasts, what, I can, what I'm trying to do is give you as much as I can but I can't give you in the short time that we have together all of the complete systems and, and processes and really the step-by-step plan if you like to show you how you can really quickly and easily with the least pain possible hopefully really get your marriage back on track and, and turn it into something great so if you haven't already please have a look at those programs have a look at my website liamnaden.com I've got two programs one is a seven-day program called stop your divorce how to save your marriage when your spouse doesn't want to and as the name suggests that's what it's about it's about when you really want to save your marriage but you've got a, a husband or a wife who who wants to end it perhaps they're involved with someone else or they've just lost their way or they they say they don't love you anymore and so that's for you that's to show you how how to really bring them back on track and do the right things and stop doing the wrong things and my other program is a is a larger one it's a 30-day program it's called Save Your Marriage, and it's a relationship and trans relation. Sorry, it's a relationship transformation program, and that really deals with much bigger issues than just how to save your marriage when your spouse doesn't want to. It's how to rebuild all the communication, the intimacy, how to remove all the hurts from your relationship, and you can work on that with your spouse, or that's also something that you can do on your own as well. So both of those programs are available from my website, liamnaden.com. And I also have a free report which you might like to look at called The Five Keys to Saving Your Marriage Now, which is at my other website, growinginloveforlife.com. You can get that there. But most of the information I have is, is at my main website, liamnaden.com. All right, so what we're going to be talking about today is something that is extremely common amongst people who are str- struggling to save their marriage. And in fact, of the many people who approach me for help, and I do get a lot of approach, obviously, I'd say this particular thing is something that virtually everybody has. And it's also one thing that if you can get over it, it's going to give you a much, much greater chance of actually saving your marriage and resolving all the problems in your relationship. And this is particularly true if you want to save your marriage 
but your spouse doesn't want to. So what I'm talking about here is the one thing you have to get rid of if you want to save your marriage is the fear of divorce. And that's why I've called this particular episode Divorce is at the end, because is divorce the end? Now obviously you don't want to end your marriage, and I'm assuming that's the case, and that's why you're listening to this podcast. But for most people in that situation, wanting to save their marriage goes a lot further than that. And in fact they have deep fears about the thought of a divorce. And the problem is that the more you're afraid of a divorce or a split up happening, the more it's actually likely to happen. And we'll look at why this is in a moment, but firstly you need to acknowledge that if, if, you're, if the thought of divorce makes you feel stressed or anxious or worried or depressed or even angry, then you probably have some fears about it. Now that's not a judgment because fears are totally natural. But the truth is that fears are counterproductive. They're not going to help you. So in this podcast, I'm going to give you some ideas on how you can resolve and remove those fears so that you really can move on with doing the important things, the right things, to get your marriage back together. Now firstly, let's look at the most common fears people have when they think about a divorce, when they think about a divorce happening to them. Now, first off, I want to reassure you, I'm not trying to soften you up here or suggest that you should get a divorce. You know, I know you want to save your marriage, and if that is your goal, and I'm sure it is, it's my goal as well. It's my goal to help you do that. But I am saying that having fears about getting divorced, they're not going to help you save your marriage. In fact, your fears of divorce are actually going to make divorce more likely to happen. Now, I'll explain why that is shortly. But let's look at the most common fears people have when they think about a divorce happening to them. And as I mention these, think carefully and ask yourself if it's a fear that you have. And when you're asking yourself this question, listen to your feelings on this, and you're going to know if a particular fear applies to you. And of course, as with all of these things, be honest with yourself, because it's really only you the one who's going to benefit. So here are the most common fears, and they tend to actually fall into two types, or two categories, and I've given those two categories a name. One is security fears, and the second one is emotional fears. So we'll look first at security fears, and these are all to do with people's personal safety and security issues. And the sort of fears in this category include, if I was to get a divorce, where would I live? And what would I do for income? How would I make a living? And how will I be able to afford the cost of a divorce, the ongoing costs such as supporting my ex and my children and all the lawyer's fees and all those sorts of things? And how will I be able to maintain my lifestyle? How will I be able to carry on doing the things that I love to do? And what's going to happen to the children? How will they cope with their parents living in separate houses? And and how are we as parents going to deal with that? And another fear in the security fear category is Am I going to get taken advantage of financially, or in the vernacular, am I going to get screwed by my spouse and by clever lawyers? I mean, am I going to end up with nothing, or maybe just very little? So these are all in the category of security fears, and they're all to do with feelings of fear about your own personal safety and your security. So think about which ones of those apply to you. Now the second category is what I call emotional fears. And these are to do with how you're going to feel or how you think you're going to feel if you go through a divorce. 
So some of the fears are, what will people think of me? What will my friends, maybe my family members, my children, my co-workers, even people at my church, if I go to a church, what are they going to think of me? And will I keep my friends and family, or will they not want to have anything to do with me again? And another emotional fear, what will happen to my children? Will they still love me? What will be the emotional impact on them of a divorce? Am I going to be able to give them the best upbringing possible when my spouse and I are not together? Will my children be happy? Are they going to turn out alright? Another fear, what's it going to be like when I'm on my own? Will I be lonely? And this is a big one, will I ever find love again? That's a very big issue for a lot of people. Will anyone find me attractive? And as I said, this is a big issue, because, and a lot of people have this fear, and it's very understandable, you know, when you're thinking, hey, I'm 45, and I'm not in great, very great shape, and I'm not rich, so is, is anyone going to take any notice of me? This is not the time of my life to be hitting the single scene again. So that's a big fear. And here's another big emotional fear. Is it going to be too much effort and too painful to get a divorce? Is it going to be worth it? Will it just be a lot of time and stress and bitterness? with harsh, unpleasant things happening, my spouse trying to hurt me with their words and actions and the lawyers being horrible and all those sorts of things. So these are some of the emotional fears that people have. So I hope when I was going through those fears, and, and you might want to replay this again, if, and, and obviously you've got it on the podcast, you can replay it as often as you like, but you know, ask yourself, if any of those fears apply to you when it comes to you thinking about you perhaps going through a divorce. Now, as I said earlier, you know, these thoughts are totally natural. But, and here's the most important point, if you really want to save your marriage, then you have to stop being afraid of it ending. In other words, you need to remove fear from the whole process of you trying to save your marriage. You know, there's a saying, and I hope I've got it right here, but it says something like, whatever you fear will come upon you. And the truth is, and I'm going to show you why shortly, that the more you fear that your marriage is going to end in divorce, then the more likely it is to happen. That's just the truth of it. All right, so let's just a little look a little more closely at that statement. Why is it that fear of divorce makes it more likely to happen? Well, there are several reasons. Firstly, fear makes you weak. And when you're weak, you're unattractive. And what happens when you're unattractive? The obvious, your spouse is far less likely to want to be with you. I mean, if you're worried all the time, you're tearful, you're angry, hurt, you're irrational, maybe emotional, you're pleading with them, arguing with them, arguing with them and all of these behaviours come from your fears, your fears about losing them, do you think your husband or wife is going to enjoy being with you more or less? Well, obviously less. I mean, no one likes being around people like that, even if they love them. So they're going to want to be with you less. So that's what happens when you're fearful. You display unattractive behaviours, and that tends to drive your spouse further away from you rather than towards you. second reason why fear of divorce makes it more likely to happen is fear makes you reactive rather than proactive. Now what do I mean by that? Well, you tend to not take positive action when you're fearful and you tend to just do things in reaction to other negative things that are going on around you. And if you react to negativity, you're only going to get one thing and that's more negativity. 
and what happens is it becomes a down downward spiral and it, it just makes things worse. Now the third thing, and this is similar, is that fear tends to have you focused on doing the wrong things rather than the right things. Now if you want to save your marriage you need to do things that are the opposite of fear, but you can't do them, or you, you can't do them very well at least, if you're stuck in fear mode. And this is why one of the main areas I teach you about in my 7 day stop your divorce program is about how to remove your fears and what to do that is the right thing to do and to stop doing the wrong things. And the truth is unfortunately most people are doing the wrong things without even realizing it. Alright now the last reason why fear of divorce makes it more likely to happen and in some ways this is the most important and it is related to the other three, but it's a different way of looking at it, if you like, in that fear stops you from dealing with the reality of your situation. Now, if you're struggling with your marriage, then I can assure you the reality is, whether you like it or not, one of two things are going to happen. Now, the first thing is, obviously, your marriage, is, your marriage will survive. You know, you'll be successful in saving your marriage. You'll get back together. You'll get, you'll get all the great loving feelings back between you and your spouse. And you'll start to work on resolving your problems. And obviously that's what you want. And that's what I'm here to help you with. That's what I'm committed to helping you with. But the other thing that could happen, and it's the only other thing, is that things are going to get worse and your marriage is going to end in divorce. Now obviously you don't want it to happen, but it's the other thing that could happen. And as I said, the truth is that one of these things is going to happen. And whether it be soon or take a long time. I mean, some people think that things might just stay the same, chug along the way they are. They can just stay in a, in a fairly unhappy marriage or a very unhappy marriage. But what I've found is that the situation never lasts forever. Because eventually, one of the people in the marriage, and even if you're prepared to put up with an unhappy marriage, eventually maybe your spouse won't. Because eventually someone, one or other, gets sick of things as the way they are, or someone else comes along and offers them a better alternative, and the marriage ends. So you need to be prepared for either scenario to happen, even though you only want one of them to be the outcome, which is obviously saving and creating a great marriage. But if you can overcome your fear of divorce, that's going to allow you to prepare for either scenario in a realistic way. Because the truth is that no matter what happens, having fears for the future, and that's what they are, these fears, aren't they? They're fears for the future. They're not going to help you. They're only going to make your situation worse. Okay, so now I've hopefully convinced you that you need to get rid of your fears and that they're not helping. They're not going to help you save your marriage. They're not going to help you build a wonderfully attractive relationship between you and your spouse. So now that we know that, how do we get rid of them? I'm sure you're asking that question. How do we get rid of these fears? Well, in both my programs, my, both my 7-day Stop Your Divorce program and my 30-day Save Your Marriage program, I go into a lot of detail and, and I give you some very powerful tools to remove your fears very quickly and easily because that's, that's a very, very important part of saving your marriage. And and being able to do the right things and be empowered to do the right things and bring you and your spouse back together. So if you like those programs, they're very much an accelerated way of removing your fears. But in this podcast, I do want to give you six steps that I think are going to really help you to move beyond your fears to the place where you need to be, where you can work on saving your marriage. 
So if, th these are six steps that we're going to go through now to help you get rid of your fears. <clears throat> fears of divorce, of course, what we're talking about. All right, step number one, you need to identify your fears. You need to know what they are. Now, earlier we went through a list of the most common ones, so you might like to listen to that again and see which ones apply to you. But there could be other ones as well. So you really need to dig deep inside yourself and ask yourself, what am I afraid of that happening if I was to get a divorce? Be really honest, what am I afraid of that would happen if I were to get a divorced? And be really honest with yourself. Spend some time asking yourself, digging deep and finding the answers to that question to uncover what your real fears are, because that's absolutely vital. That's step number one. Step number two, once you've identified them, look at each of your fears clearly and see if they are actually true. And you know, so many times we think something's going to happen, or we think something's true, but it simply isn't the case. And it probably isn't going to happen. I mean, ask yourself, if you've got financial security fears, are you really going to be left penniless, homeless, and with no way of supporting yourself? I mean, the world, you know, particularly in the world we live in, the Western, most of us, I'm assuming, who, who are listening to this living in the Western world, you know, you, it's, it's very, very unlikely that you're not going to be able to find a way to support yourself in, a, in at least some sort of comfort. And are your friends and family really going to stop loving you? This, particularly with children, children will never stop loving you. It doesn't matter what anybody does. I mean, why would they? So look closely at your fears, whatever they are, and just see how justifiable they are. And you'll see that they probably aren't if you look at them really, really closely and think about them. All right, step number three is to create a positive picture, a picture of a positive future without, and here's the key, without your spouse. So you need to build a picture of what your life could look like in all the positive ways if you weren't married to your spouse, in other words, if you were divorced. Now you're not doing this because you want to encourage yourself to get a divorce, but if you can see yourself being happy regardless of what happens, then you're going to be in a much more positive and better place, in a much more attractive place, that you're going to be able to put far better energy into your own life and into your marriage situation. So this is really important. So think about all of the good things you would be doing, all of the new fun people you'd be meeting. You know, maybe the time you would have to do things that you really want to do that perhaps you haven't been able to do. As I say, we're not trying here to talk you, you're not trying to talk yourself into wanting a divorce. But this is a really, really important step. All right, step number four is sort of the opposite, but you need to create a worst case scenario plan. So that if the worst happens, in other words, you, your fears are realized, you've created a plan now of how you deal with it. So maybe if a divorce meant for you that you'd need to find a new job or an alternative source of income, why not put together a plan right now for starting to do that? I mean, who would you talk to? What would you do? Where would you go to get some advice? Start to create a plan so that you see that you could actually cope with this, this situation, that the worst case scenario, you could deal with it if you had to, you could cope with it. And you'll find when you do this that it's probably, almost certainly actually, nowhere near as bad as you think. Alright, and step number five, and this might sound a little bit corny, but step number five is to trust. 
And sometimes you just need to let go and have a little bit of faith. And you need to say to yourself, all right, I don't have all the answers. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe it'll be hard. Maybe it'll be hell for a while. <laughs> but no matter what happens, I know I will cope. And if I just keep going and keep trying, things will get better eventually. And I will be happy again. And that really is what happens. So just take the pressure off yourself and say, I'm going to do everything I can to save my marriage, and I really am going to do everything I can. But then I'm just going to trust that whatever happens will be for the best. And it'll be the best for me, it'll be for the best for my spouse and my children and everyone in my, everyone around me as well. You've got to let go and have some trust. Alright, and step number six, the last step, and this is really, really important, and you've probably heard me, if you've listened to the previous podcast, you've heard me talk about this a lot. In, in different in different ways but step number six is you have to take massive action and keep going until you succeed and by succeed I mean for you to arrive at your goal and do you know what your real goal is again I've talked about this in a previous podcast but your real goal is not to save your marriage <clears throat> your real goal is for you to be happy now that's the name of the game and obviously you want to be happy in your marriage. That's why you're trying to save it. And I'm not trying to negate that at all. I'm not saying that's a place where you can and should be tremendously happy. But irrespective of, you, of whether you do save your marriage or not, the name of the game is for you to be happy. So take massive action. You have to take a lot of action. You have to learn what you need to learn and find out what you need to do to save your marriage and for you to be happy. And obviously I would suggest that you know, you can listen to some of my earlier podcasts. You can certainly you should join one of my two programs if you're really, really serious and you want a huge boost to saving your marriage. But you have to take massive action. You have to do something new and you have to do a lot of it and find out what to do and just do it. And you have to keep going. That's the other thing. Don't give up. And in fact, this taking massive action and just keeping going till you get the result you want is really the secret to success in anything, isn't it? But it's absolutely critical in saving your marriage as well. And it's also critical in removing your fears about having a divorce. Okay, so there are the six steps to removing your fears about future divorce. Now I call this podcast episode Divorce Is At The End because I wanted to show you that the fears you have about your marriage ending in divorce are only going to make it more likely to happen. So I hope you can see that, and I hope you will use these ideas to really work on removing any fears you do have about your marriage ending. And of course, I'd love to show you an even faster way, which is what I have in my program, so please have a look at those. Go to liamnaden.com and look at one of my two, either of my two programs. There's a seven-day Stop Your Divorce, How to Save Your Marriage When Your Spouse Doesn't Want To, and my 30-day Save Your Marriage relationship transformation program. Both very powerful programs. They will show you step by step exactly what you need to do to put you in a massive, give you a massive leap towards saving your marriage and creating the relationship you really want to have. And if what I say in these podcasts resonate with you, and if, if deep in your heart you feel I can help you get your marriage back together, and have the two of you, you and your spouse, having a great relationship, then please do really seriously consider those programs. As I say, you can get all the details on my website, liamnaden.com. 
But thanks again for listening. I really hope this has helped. I hope this information has helped you. And I really look forward to talking with you again soon. And all of the best to you and your spouse. I hope you manage to create a fantastic marriage because really that's the only sort of marriage worth having, isn't it? So thanks again for listening and bye for now.